Welcome to the Undeletable Dad podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Poisner, and this is the place you want to be if you're a divorced or separated man with one or more children, and you've discovered that nothing works the way it used to, or the way it's supposed to, or the way you wish it would. It's the place to be to learn to strike the exacting tone of fatherhood, to become the magnetic leader that your children will naturally turn towards, and to find out that parenting can be way less work than however you're doing it now. It's the place to hang out if you want to get off the hamster wheel of survival mode, just putting out fires one after the other, and step onto that pedestal of fatherhood where you belong. remember that movie The Princess Bride? It's a a Rob Reiner movie from the late 80s. Um, It's completely iconic, wonderful, wonderful uh, kind of mythological comedy. But anyway, the the main characters are Wesley and Buttercup in this story. And at one point, they have to go through the fire swamp. And the fire swamp is a place full of unexpected death-defying challenges. There are these unpredictable blasts of fire that jump up from the ground that they have to, you know, constantly jump out of the way of. And there are giant rodents the size of wild boars that attack them. And and there's quicksand and it just seemingly doesn't end. But that's, for me, it's like an analogy of going through parental alienation. And my husband went through this fire swamp For like 10 years, for 10 years, he got burned and scraped and covered in mud. And then one day after both of his, his two younger kids, anyway, after they had finally moved here, I, I woke up one morning and I felt like we had come out the other side of the fire swamp, just like in the movie. You know, I felt like I was standing in the light at the end of the tunnel and apart from feeling like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders I remember I remember really trying to go into the idea of like how did he do it like how did he withstand that amount of ongoing rage and self-pity and shame without you know without collapsing without giving into it I know that one thing that he did that was unbelievably important to him was meditation. And I highly recommend any kind of meditation practice that you might choose to get into. In his case, it happens to be Vipassana meditation. That's the kind that we're both into. But really, I know that every kind of meditation is helpful. But there were a lot of other things that he did, Um, you know, specific strategies and bits and pieces. And I really over time, I really took it apart and tried to analyze all of that so that I could understand what it was. And my hope was to kind of codify all of that to make it useful to other people. And then, of course, I also tested my theory to make sure that it wasn't bullshit. Like, do other families do these things? Does it really work? And after I had that piece locked in, then I turned it into a method And I kept refining it to make it work better and better and also faster because the clock is ticking and your kids aren't getting any younger and it goes by fast. 
the crux of what I know about this is that you need a shift of consciousness to beat parental alienation. You have to be able to learn to see your fears in a new light. Here's a taste of what I'm talking about. You can see that your kids are brainwashed, right? You can see that they're being fed lies about you. They're being told that you're useless or you're not a good enough father or you're responsible for the divorce or whatever. And you want to say, that's not true. That's not who I am. But I'll tell you something. You're lying to yourself about yourself too. That's something that you share with your kids. You're being lied to. You can't tell because the voice in your head that's lying to you sounds like it's telling the truth. It's telling you that you couldn't bear it if your ex got more than 50% or 60% or whatever custody limit makes you fall deep into shadow. That voice tells you that others will know and they'll look at you differently and you imagine what they'll say about you and how they'll judge you. And you think about what your ex and your kids say about you when you're not there. And you tell yourself how it's not fair. And you think you need to hire someone to make this problem go away. Like, if you hire someone strong enough, they'll do this job that you're not strong enough to do for yourself. It's all lies. Your self-worth belongs to you. That's why it's called self-worth. As long as you don't turn your back on yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks you're worth. It's all relative. Let them think what they like. I can feel you shrinking there. You're saying, I can't let them think whatever they want. I don't want people talking shit about me. But here's the thing. You're not really afraid of some future event happening. You're afraid of the feeling that it's going to produce in you. You're afraid that you can't survive a certain feeling like rejection or isolation or humiliation. And you've forgotten that feelings are just feelings. They're sensations in your body and nothing more. The problem is the story you tell yourself about the feeling. And that's something that you can learn to control you can stop telling yourself a story about how you're useless or not good enough or that it's all your fault. You can stop gaslighting yourself. You get to take control. You get to decide what you tell yourself. You can choose to speak truth to yourself or you can keep believing the default lies you tell. Everyone's inner voice is lying to them 24-7, not just you. This is the work of mastering your emotions. It's not those anger management courses you hear about. That's about regulating the expression of your emotions. I'm talking about really mastering your emotions, learning how to stop building your life around your fears. What does that mean, building your life around your fears? Here's an example. Let's say that feeling out of control freaks you out. So you paper over that by becoming a control freak. You just control every situation you're in. It looks strong to other people. But your power is all tied up in that fear of losing control. If you ever get really triggered 
about not being in control, you either blow a gasket or you withdraw and close yourself off. And the problem is that anyone who can see through your tough exterior has got you by the balls. Even your kids can smell that kind of fear. That's how they get you wrapped around their finger. It's like blackmail. You need some kind of opportunity to practice looking your fear in the eyes and saying, you are a mirage. This fear is an illusion. I can endure this feeling. It's uncomfortable. So who gives a shit? Uncomfortable. You would do anything for your kids. You'd run across hot coals for them in a second. But unless you can see what makes you really, really uncomfortable and say, I'll do that for my kids, I'll look like an asshole. I don't care. I'll look like a pussy. I don't care. I'll look like I'm selfish. I don't care. That's the challenge of the fire swamp. New triggers pop up every minute, and you have to face them. You tell yourself the truth over and over, that no one and nothing has power over you. And you stop believing the lie that you're not okay without the approval of others. This is how you liberate your true power as a father. This is where the magnetism comes from. That's where you draw your kids towards you, you keep them tuned to your frequency. This is the work we'll do in Legacy Mastermind. This is an opportunity for you to put an end to the parental alienation that's sucking the joy out of your life and threatening the healthy development of your kids. It stops when you don't accept it. When you have boundaries that just keep it out. When you take responsibility for showing your kids who you really are. And that means figuring it out for yourself too. I know that about 80% of you are dealing with some degree of parental alienation. So let's say maybe 20% of you have it bad enough that you really need to do something about it. If that's true, I should be hearing from 25 or 30 of you. And there's only room for six around the table. You have to apply to get in, because it's important to me that all the participants have a compatible energy. Each one of you is going to amplify the progress of the others. That's how it works in this kind of container. And there's a significant fee to get in. You have to ante up to sit at this table. You have to bet on yourself. You can't just come along for the ride and watch the others do the hard work. You have to be all in. And the first challenge is making the investment in yourself. You know it's true. It's all riding on you. Nobody can stop you from being alienated but you. Not your lawyer. Not the judge in your fantasy who sees the truth and rips her a new one right there in the courtroom for everyone to see. Not some specialized therapist who will magically convince your child that you're actually a really good guy and not your child themselves. Because seriously, don't you sometimes just wish that your kid would tell your ex to stop bullying you? Can you see how not okay that is? In what universe is a child responsible for saving their father? There's no legend in that. That's not what you want. 
When you find yourself visualizing that scene, stop yourself and say, no, it's not my child's job to drag him or herself out of this burning house. I will do it. I will do whatever it takes. I don't care what I have to sacrifice. I don't care how much discomfort it costs me. Nothing matters more to me than mastering my emotions. If that rings true for you, you should be grabbing this opportunity with both hands. It starts this Tuesday, February 15th. Shoot me a message at tracy at undeletabledad.com and we'll set up a call. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being one of the good guys. Thanks for searching for what you need to show up as the kind of dad you want to be. And thanks for not giving up on yourself. Your kids thank you too. 